All right. Well, hello, everyone. Happy New Year from Functional Pharmacy Podcasts. And I've got a really good episode for you today. Um, it's something that you're going to be able to um, see me hold true to it as the new year unfolds uh, and comes along, because this is absolutely something that um, I believe actually I know applies to pretty much everyone, uh, yours truly included. And many of the things that I actually talk about, many of the things that I share with my clients and patients. Hey folks, I just had a little mishap on the recording. So continued part one and two, this is two. So when you do your visualizations, um, one thing I also learned from Mel Robbins, and I think it was work that was done out of Southern California or somewhere. But with visualizations, you got to visualize yourself doing the hard work to get there. So it's not just visualizing yourself on a beach in Fiji, right, where your cell phone or your laptop is your cash machine, but it's literally what you've had to do to get that done. It's writing the emails, it's reaching out to the people, it's making the phone calls. Um, you know, John Sarno was no Maxwell Maltz in the book Psychocybernetics. He talked about the power of visualizations, and I don't think he said it in those words that you got to visualize the hard work. But it's exactly what happened because they used the example of people shooting free throws. There was three groups, so basketball, right? One group, so they came, they all came into it like I believe it was a similar skill level. One group practiced every day, shooting free throws, shooting free throws, shooting free throws. Another group. They visualized it. Now, the shooting free throws is the work, right? But they were also visualizing themselves getting better at it. The third group didn't do anything, didn't practice, didn't visualize. So at the end of the study, what they found is equal improvement came from the group that actually did the work, right? That actually did the free throws, as well as the group that visualized them doing it and visualized their improvement. So they visualized the work and the result that they wanted. So pretty powerful. So, you know, um, I used to have a visualization. It was kind of when I was building my business, the pharmacy, and, you know, you take on debts and stuff like that. Um, what it would feel like to be debt-free, right? And to have that off your shoulders. And that's a good feeling, but, you know, and it's also visualizing the process of getting there. So that's what I get doing my morning routine as well. Um, so, you know, a little morning routine, and then I get into a little exercise, um, however that sees for you. When I talk about exercise, I think mobility is important. I think strength's important. Um, I'm a big fan of kind of natural movement. I do a lot of ground movements. That'll be my thing, or I'll throw, you know, jump down and, you know, do some kettlebells or whatever it might be. So these are those aspects. So that's a morning ritual. Now, one thing that I think is super important that, um, is really critical to do, right? Because this is about you. So the part, next part of this prescription, what you're going to be doing, um, everything's going to be done by appointment. I want to, I want to suggest that you grab a, a calendar, and it could be a, um, basically a monthly calendar, and mark out how you proceed your week to be doing. And you want to divide this and you want to give yourself time. So basically, what time are you going to wake up each and every morning? Is it six o'clock so you can do your ritual? Cool. Set that in. Put that in your calendar. Now, think about your livelihood and your lifestyle. Are you a business owner? Are you a pharmacy owner? Um, are you someone who is just at home that doesn't work but takes care of the family? Um, are you a business owner at home? But calendar out how your days want to be. 
because I am absolutely someone who has fallen into uh, the cycle of just working, busyness. You know, I worked to stay busy, um, which productivity happened, but didn't happen as it should have or as it could have. So you want to calendar days out to feed your different uh, sources of health. What are your different sources of health? Um, you've got your physical, and we talked about that, the importance of looking at your physical health. Um, and that's why we want to incorporate that into your given day. Um, I do like, you know, there are some comments that actually shows when you're physically healthy, you're going to be emotionally and mentally healthy. So we want to take that approach. You want to give yourself time. So that could be your morning ritual. Maybe that's gym time, but put that in your calendar. That's an appointment that you're making with yourself. These are all appointments you're making with yourself. And they're also boundaries that you're creating because that's time you already blocked out. So if you had an online calendar and you people you know make appointments with you that way these times there's there's no options these times are for you as well as times for working and creating you know i've got a day a week that's an administrative day that allows me to if i had to attend to an emergency i can but if it's a day of creativity or seeing patients on appointments or something like that i can't break that right i can't just go out and do something else unless obviously it is an emergency Next thing is our mental health. This is critical. Um, you know, we experience a lot of challenges in life and stress is a big thing and will take a big hit on our mental health. So it's the ability to cope with the challenges that uh, daily life throws us and the basically the balance of it. So this is part of why we do this morning ritual. We want to keep positive feelings about ourselves, others, and life. That's why I want to write these things out. I want to get that stuff out of my head in the morning time. Um, you want to accept yourself as well as everyone else's qualities and limitations, especially based on expectations that you share with them. Um, I'm going to talk about avoiding over drinking and other drugs and things like that because oftentimes what we're doing is we're numbing our reality and we're not facing what we need to face and this can even come in as prescription drugs as well we just need to take proper assessment never get off medications without talking to your practitioner um, once again we want to set time aside for those lifestyle benefits socializing which is a component of health we're going to talk about um, and giving to ourselves. so very important um, Social health, you know, we are at a time right now where our social health took a hit. We're coming out of COVID, and I'm saying we're coming out of COVID because we are. This is not something, it's changed life for us all. It absolutely has. But when we were into lockdowns, when we were into social distancing, in the early parts of that, I Googled what has happened in the past when this has happened, and uh, tremendous amounts of PTSD. Um, right now, if you look at the work of Dr. Robert Malone and others, um, you know, recognizing what's going on with children right now, uh, a lot of traumatic stress with this, with this lack of socialization. Um, when you're not socialized, when you're not connected with others, that is actually a route to illness. And social media is often not the answer. So honestly, we can text, we can email, pick up the damn phone hop on FaceTime, set a time to go walk with someone or meet someone and connect that way. It's really important to be into your schedule that way. So I want you to schedule that in as well. Your spiritual self, you know, that's kind of like that breathing time in the morning. Um, you know, 
there was a survey done by the U.S. National Institute of Health, and um, it stated that those who keep spiritually alive live 29% longer than those who do not practice a spiritual, you know, don't have a spiritual practice. Um, it's been observed that people that have faith in a higher for, force or power have improved physical health in cases of sin or be able to deal with stress better, reduce issues of heart disease, depression, blood pressure issues, even some cancers. Um, we must recognize the spiritual element to all areas of our life. Uh, and for me, you know, it, it could be a religion if you wanted to. For me, it's recognizing that there is a higher power that has my back. Um, and oftentimes that higher power sees the things that I don't see. So I need to step back and uh, believe in them. Um, emotional. You know, oftentimes our thoughts lead to our emotions. Um, and that's an important thing for us to look at. Um, for this, what I really like to look at. Um, so this is, you know, we've already talked about this is how you feel about yourself. It's the quality of your relationships, um, how you feel amongst other people, other places, maybe it's your job. So this is where I want to bring within you the dynamics of energy. This is what I learned from the book, The Powerful Engagement. Um, if you were to just write across, right on the page right now, one line down, one line over, or visualize it, in the upper right-hand corner, this is going to be high positive. This is going to be feelings of being um, invigorated, feeling alive, feeling engaged, feeling in the zone, inspired, motivated. Down to the right, that's going to be low positive. This is a feelings of relaxation, feelings of calmness. This is like a pharmaceutical commercial for allergy medicine. You know, you see someone just kind of chilling out in nature, floating through the fields, right? But it's a relaxed state. And where we need to be, honestly, to feed us back for our physical health, our emotional well-being, um, is to oscillate between these feelings of strong fat positive or high positive and low positive. Now, on the other side, upper left-hand corner, we're going to have a high negative. High negative is anxiety. It's stress. It's worry. It could be that perseverating thoughts in the middle of the night. Um, it could be a full-blown panic attack. Low negative, well, that's going to be apathy, depression, overwhelm. So we oftentimes find ourselves here. So then I ask yourself, and this is what I do when I consult with my clients, um, what are the things that put you in certain areas? Like, what are you doing? What can help you shift? You know, I remember uh, years and years ago, I was talking to a customer. This was in the retail pharmacy setting. I was working in St. Joe, Michigan. And I was talking to a lady about her rheumatoid arthritis. And, you know, we were selling her supplements and all that stuff. And I stepped out front and I said, let's say, let me ask you this. I go, is there any time that you don't feel pain from your rheumatoid arthritis? And she's like, you know, it's funny you said that. She goes, because it just happened the other day. She goes, an old friend of mine who I've known for 40 years called me out of the blue. And when I, when we talk on the phone, I get so elated and I feel so good. And I recognize I didn't have any pain at all, um, which is pretty amazing. And that also, there was a book, I forget who the physician was, but it was about healing his own, was it like rheumatoid arthritis or psoriatic arthritis? And it was basically, he was watching funny movies that put him in a different elevated state. So we got to ask ourselves, how can we get, like, if we're in a state of high anxiety, someone sit, may say, okay, sit down and meditate. For me, that's not it. I need to change my environment. I need, usually it's getting outside. 
All right. So it's whatever works for you. So look to see how you can shift that. I love the dynamics of energy. Um, and that's basically our, what I like to consider our environmental health. Um, environmental health can also obviously be pollution and toxins, but please extrapolate this. There are toxic people, situations, places, uh, environments within our life. It could be work, it could be home, it could be family, it could be our relationships. So it all plays a role. So folks, what did we learn here today in this podcast? First of all, thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, I really want you to take a look at 2022 for you. Um, calendar your commitments to yourself. That way you're going to be able to um, basically uh, step up and deliver for others. It's really important. So your homework, you're going to start a morning ritual routine, right? But you're going to calendar it first. First, I want you to sit with that calendar and see what it feels like. What days will you be doing what and how will that work? If you have any questions, reach out to me, uh, functionalpharmacy at gmail.com. Rob Kress here. If you are a pharmacist um, and you're looking to expand natural medicine into your practice um, or you want to dabble into it, check out the Pharmacy Sherpa. This is where we are. It's a monthly membership site where we empower you to the peak of your functional practice. All right. Um, and then if you're also interested in any of my one-on-one -on -one mentorships, uh, consultant programs, reach out to me as well. Um, you know, we open up spots from time to time uh, because a lot of it is time intensive, obviously. And it's on my calendar as this podcast was, as it will be this Wednesday. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful day. Robert Kress here, functionalpharmacy.com. Take care now.